0: Hello, I'm John Bates, and welcome to my podcast, Hope for Today, where I inspire to live with heavenly perspective and kingdom mindset. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Hope for Today. I am excited for this day. The Word of God says that we're to rejoice because God has made this day. So whatever situation you're going through, turn it into a good day because God is there with you. He's for you, never against you and I'm excited that God's favor is on your life. you may say, it doesn't feel like it. Well, just begin to declare God's favor over your life. Today, I'm going to talk some about declarations and how they can change the trajectory of your life, regardless of what nation you're in, regardless of what economic strata you're in. We're going to talk about entrepreneurship and how to get God's favor on your life, on your business. You may say, I don't have a business. Well, I didn't have a business. So I have several. They're growing. And we're going to talk about that today. And that's with my guest and friend, Dewana Quintana. Greetings, Dewana
1: I am delighted to be here. I'm so
0: happy to have you. We've talked about this for a while. Yes. So here it is. And... Today's your birthday.
1: Today is my birthday. So happy birthday. Thank you so much.
0: As I'm talking, you sing happy birthday to (laughs) Dawana. Wish her the happy birthday greeting. So thank you for
1: celebrating 52 years. today. Okay,
0: I wasn't going to ask. No, I don't mind. uh, 52 years. I'm alive and breathing. It's a good day. Yeah, it is a good day. So it's a happy day. It's a birthday day. So uh, thank you for being here. I want to start with a scripture that I quote over myself daily and over our church and over the people of our church. I have ability to create wealth. That's my declaration on this one. Deuteronomy 8.18. Remember, it is the Lord your God who gives you the power to become rich. He does this because he is still faithful today to the covenant that he made with your ancestors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I lost some of you right there. I'll never be rich, you say. Well, I was raised um, in some poverty. Uh, I was raised as a poor preacher's kid. You are a preacher's kid, <laughs> too. I'm a PK, too. And uh, back in the day, uh, pastors of small churches in our part of the world didn't make a lot of money.
1: For sure. And even today, especially <laughs> around the world. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh,
0: most pastors around the world are bivocational. True. Uh, just getting by. I've been to a lot of nations where the tithe are in chickens and eggs and vegetables. That and, happens. Uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. It, you just down in Honduras, where we're going to go uh, bring a team in July. You're organizing that. Yes. Uh, we have seven churches there. Um that's part of what the tithe is, isn't it? It is. Yeah, to, to take care of the pastors. A lot of the pastors are bivocational. So when I say uh, to you that, you know, the Lord's word says that he's going give, give to you, give you the power to become rich, sometimes there's a pushback, even in the church.
1: Absolutely, because we Why somehow we somehow think that um, if you're rich, then it's sinful. Right. There's something wrong with being rich. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: We, we confuse the scripture that says the love of money is the root of all evil. Um money's not no it's M- money's absolutely a necessity not. even to build the kingdom of
1: God it's absolutely a necessity and it's a tool
0: and guess who owns all the money God
1: he owns the cattle of a thousand now, hills. all the
0: gold and silver are his. yes so it's all he's not troubled by money he's no. not freaked out by money he knows what money we need and he can help you to steward the finances he entrusts you with but absolutely it, but it comes down to trust and the you have proven in your life that you are trustworthy with finance, and God has spoken to you. There's a hamburger story I want you to share.
1: Well, I love this story. Um, I'm kind of excited to share this just because, um, as I was growing up, I did grow up as a PK, and we did not have a lot of money. Now, which wanna, is a
0: preacher's kid. A, a preacher's kid,
1: is. and um, I would say that. You know, even though we didn't have a lot, my mother, we were always clean and well-dressed and well-groomed, and our home was, was very clean. Um, so we, ex- my mom had expectations of right. how we were to, and standards for how we were to live, even if we didn't have very much. Right. Um, but it did cause there to be sort of this thought in my mind that I would never have money I would never be one of those people who lived in a big house, or had nice cars, or could travel. Um, You know, my life would be small. Mm -hmm. I would live small, and that would be who I was, and especially if you were going to be in the ministry, or doing something that was kingdom-minded, you definitely would be, you know, skimping and uh, not being able to, you know, just just squeaking by. by. Just getting by. And um, so I uh, was in college, and uh, decided to go on a trip with Marilyn Hickey. Mm-hmm. And um, We love Marilyn. I love Marilyn. And uh, we, were, we were doing a trip, and she was going down the Volga in Russia. We had flown into Moscow. And um, I was young. I was about 21, 22 okay. years old. And I... think I left and went out of the country with $200 Mm, and was really on the other side of the planet from where I lived. And, um, when we were there, um, everything was supposed to be paid for on the trip. I'd raised the money and God had graciously provided. And, um, we were coming home from the trip. And I remember that we had been eating a lot of Russian food and a lot of beets And (laughs) we had beet soup and beet salad, and it was just beets, beets, (laughs) beets. Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was really, really anxious for a hamburger. But the very last night that we were on this trip, they took up an offering for the pastors. And Mm -hmm. the pastor had come along with us on that trip, several Russian pastors. And um, I heard the Holy Spirit speak to me, and he said, I, I had $100 left, exactly. And he said, "Give the hundred hmm. dollars." And I remember this conversation with God. I only have a hundred dollars. That's all I have. Right. And um, I was kind of like, I'm really far from home to not have anything. 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 Right. And I didn't even have a credit card. Right. I mean, I was really, really, you know, not having any money. So um, I was like wrestled with him for a few minutes, and I was like, "No way. They need it more than me." And I gave it, and I said, "I can just eat on the plane on the way home." And so I was sitting on that plane. And I was thinking, we are going to fly into New York, and I know that there's a hamburger there, and I just wanted one so bad. And I was sitting in my seat, and I might have pouted for just a moment <sighs> on the plane, like, God, you know, I gave all my money away. I want a hamburger so bad, but I, I don't have to have it. You know, I can make it till I get home. I'm going to be okay. And I was, you know, s- you know, settling myself, and the lady behind me, who was a perfect stranger, reached over the seat and tapped me on the shoulder real hard uh-huh. and um, said. God just told me to give you $5. Wow. And I said, immediately, I said, I'll take it. It's for a hamburger. <laughs> and um, so even though um, I was on the other side of the planet, God was making sure that my desires, when I gave and was generous for the kingdom, he gave back to me even for something as small as wanting a hamburger. Oh, well, that's beautiful. It's kind of amazing, right? It is. That's it's, how it's God a works. story to me. Yeah. yeah.
0: It, well, that was probably the beginning of your understanding of when you are obedient to God in, in giving of your resources, your time, your money, your gifts, that God always repays and always. takes care. He takes more care of us. Anticipated. More than we anticipate. Yeah, more than we anticipate. And so you move from there to there's a ministry that Marilyn's daughter, Sarah, uh, it's called Saving Moses. Yes. Uh, I remember when you decided it was your probably your first and or your biggest contribution. You you in said my I want to twenty thousand dollars. Yes. Uh, talk about Saving Moses. Okay. We'll give a shout out to Sarah.
1: Absolutely. In fact, I'm having a birthday fundraiser on Facebook today for oh, my good. for my birthday for Saving Moses. This is an amazing ministry. They actually go into Cambodia and I think they're doing some things in India right now um, and Bangladesh, mm-hmm. and they are taking care of babies babies. babies, zero to five years old, who um, their parents are caught in sex trafficking, and without this ministry, these babies are left unattended or sometimes taken with their parents And abused during those, you know, during their work hours. So this ministry takes these precious babies, houses them, feeds them, clothes them, gives them fresh pajamas, Mm -hmm. and um, gives them a good meal. They they sing songs, they pray over them, they teach them Bible stories, and then they have a safe night's sleep. And in the morning, their moms come and get them. It's an amazing ministry. Right. So I had gone to Cambodia. I took my my daughter, Rachel, and uh, she was just about 16. And, um, man, it was a life-changing experience to be among the Cambodian people. They're so lovely, so beautiful. But to see the heart-wrenching pain of how they live day to day and how powerful this ministry is and how they are literally changing a nation uh, by raising up these children and pulling them out of that mentality. And um, so when I was there, I was like, I need to give. Right. I need to give big. But I, I had never in my life, you know, I would say most of the time when I gave an offering, if I gave big, I pay my tithe. Right. But if I was gonna give big, I was gonna think big was a hundred dollars. Right. Big was big's a hundred and you know, and at times it still is a hundred, that's big. But I, I was like, I felt God tell me to give twenty thousand dollars. I don't I didn't make that kind of money. Right. And so I thought about it and I was like, Well God you know I don't have that kind of money, so um, I'll I'll give it. I'll pledge it, but it's going to take me a while. I think I could do it in five years. So I started working right. at it, started raising money. Right. Um, I, I raised part of it. I did some of it on Facebook, and I gave most of it. Mm-hmm. And um, what happened was is during COVID, of all things, I finished my pledge two years early. That's incredible. Because God blessed me so much, and there was so much joy in my heart. I remember having a moment when I thought, "What would it be like? What would it be like to give thousands of dollars to do something that would make an impact that would change a nation? Right. How could I be a part of something like that?" Right. And and then God, you know, spoke to me. And I obeyed, and even he even provided it early. Yeah,
0: that's so how it he was does, wonderful. It? it was wonderful. And, and I'm sure there will be many more things you're called to do. You you just got back from Mexico on a vacation, but right yes. before that, you were in Honduras doing yes, ministry. Sir. Now you're organizing a trip to go down and minister to these churches, and yes. then a large segment of pastors and their families were putting that together. So you're a kingdom builder. I am. You're a kingdom, that's and my I have heart. I have watched you and what God has put in your care grow dramatically over the last few years. And uh, you were just part of a book called Streams Are for Fun, a compilation (laughs) of wisdom for new entrepreneurs. And so if you're interested, um, this is a book I contributed to and nine of my friends, and we talked about businesses. So you can get it on uh, johnbatesministries.com or you can go to Amazon Streams Are for Fun. And it's about streams of income that when they start, it should be something you enjoy. Now, you're a realtor, Yes, sir. Talk to <laughs> us. You, you seem to enjoy it.
1: I do because I love people. Right. And um, I got into real estate um, after being in the ministry. I was a children's pastor for 13 mm-hmm. years, and right. I loved that so much. And so really, real estate for me was an extension mm-hmm. um, of serving people. Right. So when I have clients and I'm meeting people, I am... Praying with them, I might be praying more with people now as a real estate agent than I even did in the ministry full time. Wow, because fantastic. I'm praying with people on sidewalks and in vacant oh, houses. I mean, and
0: she's not lying; she's always telling me the people she gets to pray with. Yeah, live it.
1: It's it's a it's a beautiful thing. But God truly. Um, truly changed the whole trajectory of my life and and the way I think about money when I got into this business. Mm -hmm. Now, when I got in, it was not easy. It was very, very difficult. And um, I was very challenged because I had always been around church and around people. And when I got into real estate and into the business world compared Mm -hmm. to more of a ministry world, I was shocked Mm -hmm. and I might have had a little shock and awe about people who were lying and cheating and who were, you know, didn't operate in integrity. And I had a really bad experience that, um, you know, really almost stopped me being a real estate agent. And I took some time off after that. And I was like, God, I don't know if I can be around. These people are lying and cheating and I'm not used to that. And I was like, I don't know if I can be in this industry. And I took some time to pray and, and just really seek God's face was really discouraged really really discouraged and um i felt god speak to me and tell me just very clear and very plain that did i call you did i call you to be into in real estate Mm -hmm. into this industry and i said yes lord and he said if you will be a light and work in integrity i will bless you Mm. and at that moment i just jumped back up and i said okay i'm gonna run and i'm gonna do it and uh I said, you know, I'm not going to be the one who lies. I'm going to be the one who tells the truth every single time. I'm going to be the person who walks in integrity. And, you know, there's even scriptures in the Bible that says when we walk in integrity that we have favor with God. He blesses us. He financially builds our lives. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to share this first. Sure, It's really uh, kind of a chapter. It's Psalms chapter um, 112. It says, shout in celebration of praise to the Lord, everyone who loves the Lord and delights in him, who cherishes his words and be blessed beyond expectation. Their descendants will be prosperous and influential. Every generation of the righteous will experience his favor. Great blessing and wealth fill the house of the wise, for their integrity endures forever. Even if darkness overtakes them, takes them, sunrise brilliance will come bursting through because they are gracious to others, so tender and true. Life is good for the one who is generous and charitable, conducting affairs mm-hmm. with honesty and truth. That's powerful. That is powerful. And I'm watching God do that in my life because, you know, I never expected to be a person that was building wealth. Not once. There was not even a thought about it. Right. I really thought I would live small, mm-hmm. and God opened up a door to live big, to give big, and um, you're really a part of that. Um, when I first came to mm-hmm. this church, um, you you know really encouraged uh, the congregation and the people to um, to grow, and for the first time in my life, even in ministry as a children's you know kid, um, okay. as a pastor's kid. Um, I had never seen a pastor praying over the business owners of the church.
0: And we have quite a few now, though. And we? now
1: we have a lot. A lot. And it's, I think it's because they're drawn right. to where they feel loved right. and where they felt Celebrated. encouraged. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so you were praying over us and um, encouraging us to be all that we could be for God and had even spoken some words into my life, some words of knowledge, and it was so beautiful and so powerful, right. and thank you for that. Yes,
0: and they're, they're coming to pass. They
1: are coming yeah. to pass. I want to tell this one short little story. Sure. Um, uh, it, it has to do with freedom and it has to do with God speaking to me because I ask God, I don't want to be the $100 giver. Um, I want to do more than just that $100. And so I started kind of upping my game. Right. And whenever you would, um, you know, we'd be at church and they would ask for offerings, I started raising it to 1000 mm-hmm. And it was a sacrifice. Sure. It, you know, and we were going without some maybe extras, maybe not with without needs, but right. without extras because I would rather give right. than, you know. So I was raising it up to 1000 and And um, I was uh, at work one day. I was going out to list a house and it was a large home on a large piece of property, nice land. It was lined with trees all the mm-hmm. way down this beautiful curved driveway up to this beautiful, gorgeous home is nestled back there. Looks so great. And I was so excited about going to this listing appointment. Right. Walked in, met this beautiful woman, listed the house. And it's going to be an expensive home on a nice Mm -hmm. piece of property here in Texas. And um, I was, like, thrilled about this listing and the opportunity to serve. I came back down the driveway. I was driving down the road. I was like, I got the listing. I'm so excited. And as I was driving down through the trees, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And he said, as soon as you sell this house, I want you to give all the commission to the church. Wow. All of it. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, wow, that's going to be a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. seriously, that's going to be a lot of money. And um, and I I didn't really hesitate. I was just like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. if, if that's what you want, God, you know, I'll do it. Just sell this house, and y'all was going to take care of this family. They needed to move. Sure. And um, so I went about my business about a month later. Um Uh, the house went under contract. We closed in, I think it was a cash deal. So we closed in just a matter of a few weeks. Mm -hmm. And um, I got the check. And I looked down at that check and I remembered I was supposed to give that check um, to the church as an offering. And it wasn't designated. I didn't feel like I was supposed to give it to a a certain thing. It wasn't for, you know, for a certain missionary or for a certain project. It was just going to be an offering. And I didn't tell anybody about it. Um, I didn't even tell the church about it. I just, you know, dropped it in. And so it was It was a big check. I don't think I'd ever given that much money in a single whack, you know, right. at one time right. um, ever before. And um, I was like, okay. And I, I wrote the check out, and I dropped it in, and I didn't think, another thing about it I was like I'm gonna obey God the only thing I did think about it was was I usually went for the business check I have a company and I'm the CEO so right. I have to take out taxes and I and I have to take out as a self-employed person and I have to take out business uh, expenses sure. out of that but I didn't I was like I don't want to do that in a nice fires thing you know you know <laughs> I was like God said give it so I'm gonna give all of it not hold anything back and so um, you know I dropped that I didn't think anything about it but it, I think a week went by and um, the church called and like was this supposed to go somewhere? Was right. this for something? And I was like, No, it was just just an offering, and I didn't say nothing else about it because I was like, you know, I was just trying to obey. I didn't, you right. know, I wasn't trying to do anything with it or control anything with it or place it any place. I was just trying to obey God. Right. And um what's powerful about this is, you know, Pastor John. I had had people and heard miracle stories about people getting checks in the mail right. at just the right amount, and they had a bill, and it was just the amount and then God gave them this number. And in my whole life, I never had anything happen like that. Mm. God had always provided. We right. had our needs met. But that miracle number thing mm-hmm. had never happened right. before. And um, you came and met me in the hallway in the foyer a few weeks later and just said to me, um, Doana, uh, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said that gift you gave that God is going to multiply it. Ten. I think you first said a hundred times. And I, can't, I said, a hundred? Are you mm-hmm. sure about that? And he goes, he goes, you go, no, no, it's ten. And I was like, I'll take ten. Right. And um, And then, you know, I just kind of let it slide. Months went by. Months went by. And then something miraculous happened that had never happened in my business, never happened in my career. And I'm still amazed by it because... In my whole life, I would have never imagined that something like that could happen. And um, in one month, in the month of December of that year, the amount that I gave in that check came back to the hundredth, ten times exactly what I had given in that check. And I had made that amount in a month. And it was more than I would normally have made in a couple years. I made in a month. And I watched, I was like, God, I'm so amazed by you. And it came at a pivotal moment in my life when I needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, something had arisen and I needed that money. And there it was, and God just kind of put it on a silver platter. Had I worked for it? Yes. Right. But did I plant a seed by giving? I did. Right. And God speaks to us that way. Yes, he
0: does. And, and it's it,
1: a beautiful way to live.
0: Money, he's not nervous about money. No. And, and especially with people who know how to give and obey God's voice and steward the finances and you're one of them Um, the the thing you write about in here is marketing and this book streams are for fun and the Lord has given you billboards all over our community (laughs) uh, so people know who you are but it's really neat and I was watching yesterday on YouTube A new luxury property you're about to unveil and that was part of the prophecy that god was going to promote promote and you will grow 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 as you're faithful to the lord you know looking over the last two years in the pandemic and beginning to to declare um that i could handle wealth that the people of our church could participate in it it's a no-brainer when you cut when you commit your finances to god and i'm watching now um our tithe my wife and i our tithe is bigger than we used to make per year total income oh, that's yeah, fantastic. And, it, and and that is exciting because that means we are able to give so much more than we ever were before yes and uh, I'm excited to continue to grow in finance to continue to build the kingdom and uh, I wanted to hear about a story from you in sixth grade in geography class because you love the world I and do. the reason you're a missions. kingdom builder is for the world purpose so tell me about that in sixth grade
1: um, This is kind of fun, and I didn't even realize that this happened until the moment that it Mm -hmm. appeared. So you know, God speaks to us even as children. And I was at school. I went to a small uh, Christian school, ACE. And um, I did too. You did too. Mm -hmm. And um, so we didn't. We didn't really have uh, school books or like school books. We had paces. (laughs) But for world geography, we had a real world geography book, and it was full color and there's all these beautiful places all around the world and we could see pictures. And I was so intrigued and I was so excited. I remember being at school and they handed us the new books and I was like, I mean, you might I just wanted to hug it. I loved it so much and I was flipping through and I opened it up and there was this picture and I was so drawn to it and it was a picture of China and rice fields, and rice paddies, and there was a man in the field with a hoe, right. at, like a wooden hoe, and he was wearing one of those, you know, those little Chinese hats like right. farmers wear that's kinda right. made out of a straw or maybe like, like wood. Right. And um, I was like, I was looking at it, and I was like, that is, so, I'd never really seen anything like that before, and I was so intrigued, and right at that moment, I was in sixth grade, sitting at school, the Holy Spirit said, you will be there. Hmm you will be there. And I I, re- I was like, yeah, okay. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't really like, like, I was like, you know, maybe that was just me. I don't know what that was. When I was in Bible school at Christ for the Nations, um, I signed up to go to the Far East, went on a mission trip for a month. We stayed in Asia and traveled all around ministering and doing a lot of dramas and just leading people to Christ, ministering in public schools. And I was riding down a dirt road. We were ministering from village to village. And I looked over, and there's a rice field wow. with the man in the hoe and the, the hat, hat, and I was there.
0: Wow, that's beautiful. And,
1: you know, it was, it, was, um, it was amazing. At that moment, I remembered being in the sixth grade and sitting in class and looking at that book and seeing that picture and that the Holy Spirit had spoken that to me. And um, I've always had a heart for the nations, even since I was very small, yes. even when I didn't understand right. what the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. And I know that... When you are able to give, when you're able to be generous, you can make an impact and change nations, yes, you, you can, can change worlds. and and when you're striving, this is what's so hard. When When you are having to live moment to moment, day to day for right. food and for for your needs, it's hard to be generous. Yes it is. but we, we, we need to learn to be able to give. Even when it's hard, pay your tithe, even when you don't know where the money's going to come from. Give when the Holy Spirit, it's going to come from God. He'll provide. I mean, there
0: have been times like you that I've given everything. There's a time I gave all my clothes and shoes away, everything. And the Lord told me, don't buy anything for a year. And he took care of me. So it doesn't matter what nation you're in. And you may say, I'm in a poor nation. Well, I was in a wealthy nation and poor. Yes. So you can be wealthy in a poor nation. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's God's economy, yes. and so I hope what you're pulling from today is God has a plan for your life to be a kingdom builder regardless yes. of your context, how you were raised, what nation you're in. Uh, God's plan is to build you, and I just want to speak into your financial situation right now that God has great plans for you. Unite yes. with Him, his word. Start looking up scriptures that, that talk about the blessings of God. Receive them into yourself, yes. and it will promote you out of the place you're in, to the place he wants you to be, which is kingdom building for the world. So, Dawana, thank you for being a kingdom builder. Thank you for participating in God's kingdom. And I just encourage you as a believer in Christ to participate. Now, you say, well, I'm not a believer in Christ, but I'm intrigued with what you're talking about, with money making money. We're talking about God's favor on our life. That's right. Not just having money, because that would be the love of money, which would be greed and avarice, and that can trip people up. We're not about that. We're about God blessing us so we can be a blessing to the nations Absolutely. and build the kingdom of God. So come in unity with God. He He owns everything. He's the best business partner you will ever have. Come into unity with him through his son jesus christ and watch what happens in your life i love it well dawana thank you for being my guest today this was fun pleasure thank you for sharing what god is doing in your life and uh i'm expecting to watch promotion after promotion after promotion in your life god has more yes always god has more thank you for joining us today have a blessed week thanks for listening to hope for today with john bates let us know your thoughts by leaving a review You can subscribe and share these episodes wherever you listen. You can connect with John through Facebook, Instagram, and at johnbatesministries.com. Have a blessed day.